Power from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Big Town is one of those series that's a bit of a victim of the lack of good uh, archival, particularly in regards to the show's first five seasons. The concept originally featured Steve Wilson, a crusading tough-as-nails editor of the Illustrated Press, wielding that power with incredible tenacity and eventually a really strong uh, crusading edge. And that, that Steve Wilson was played by Edward G. Robinson certainly didn't hurt any, one of Hollywood's best-remembered and best-loved actors. Robinson's run on the show began in 1937 and ended in 1942. And uh, I was very fortunate to stumble across this episode from 1942, uh, where Steve has taken on the role of a bit of a traveling correspondent, along with Lorelai, as they go into occupied Paris. So here now is a wonderful and rare big town adventure, occupied Paris, from uh, May the 14th of 1942. Uh, sure, Hoagie. Grab that other phone. Oh, well, 
Hello. Are you there, Steve? Uh, sure. You don't have to shout like that, Fletcher. Just like talking to Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Uh, well, here's what I called about. Uh, we've been getting some mysterious letters from Paris, all addressed to you. Well, how could that be? No mail is reaching the United States from Paris. Well, these letters are smuggled out and mailed in London. Oh, they're full of dynamite, Steve. Red-hot news about the underground revolt in occupied France. Mm. We've been running them in the Illustrated Press in circulations up 20,000 a day. Well, who wrote the letters? Well, uh, they're unsigned, but they're written in English. And in every letter we find a certain phrase repeated over and over again. A phrase I think you'll remember. The words, by the same token. Who does that remind you of? Well, the same... Well, Art Mason. Of course. Art Mason used to be our Paris correspondent. Remember how we used to kid him about using that phrase in all his dispatches? Yes, you bet I do. Why, I haven't heard from Art since we got into the war. Not since I've burned the cables begging him to leave his beloved Paris and come home. Well, he's using that phrase now to identify himself. He's still there in Paris and still sending. Uh, Steve, do you think you can contact him? Oh, no, no, no not, uh, not from Lisbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, more in line, I will grab a plane for Vichy today. Uh, maybe Art has an underground connection there, and I'll try to get word to him. Oh, swell. Uh, give our love to the gang. So long. Well, goodbye, Steve. Take good care of yourself. Uh, goodbye. to the headquarters of the Nazi secret police. Captain Heinrich? Yeah, Rita? We have just listened in on an interesting transatlantic telephone conversation between the American Steve Wilson and his newspaper, the Illustrated Press. So? Wilson and Fräulein Kilburn are flying to Vichy today. They will try to contact a man named Mason. Mason? If we could only lay our hands on him. Rather, I want a complete transcription of Wilson's telephone conversation with America. Your Excellency. I also want to know the plane on which his reservations have been made. I'll call our headquarters in Paris. They may have some special instructions concerning our American editor. <laughs> Celestin, 
in Vichy. Others interested in art will contact you. Try to get the picture entitled France Will Rise Again. There's no signature. If you're interested in art. One of that means Art Mason. Of course it does. Try to get the picture. You say in American slang, that would mean try to understand. Well, then France Will Rise Again must be a code. You've hit it, Lorelai. Art Mason must have found out we're in Lisbon, that we're leaving Fabici, and he'll try to contact us there. I think we've made the right move.
whole world were crashing around my ears. Oh, it's deafened me. I can, I can hardly hear a thing. What happened to our friends, the Nazis? The driver of the car and the guard got their tickets all right. They're lying out there on the street. Monsieur's Captain Heinrich laid out as neatly as you please. Is he dead? No, I'm afraid not. No? Unconscious, that's all. Boy, look at those factory buildings burn. Steve, there's some German soldiers coming. Precisely, and don't get excited. Just keep moving. But where on earth can we go? I don't know. Paris is crawling with Nazis. You may get caught any minute. Somehow we've got to find Art Mason. He's our only hope. Please stay tuned in at the end of this program for exciting news about next week's show. And now back to Steve and Laura and I in Paris. Steve and Lorelei, as they escaped from the scene of a British air raid on military objectives in Paris. Two Americans in desperate need of a hiding place with enemies all around them. And now we find them in a cab being driven through the Paris streets. Yeah, lucky thing we found a cab driver who didn't suspect my French. Well, at least he didn't appear to. You know, he's a dear old thing. Did you ever see such a lovely mustache? <laughs> Makes him look like a walrus. Oh, sweet old walrus. Are we being followed? No. No, I, I don't see any sign of it. But you never can tell. Oh, my sherry. Hmm. We have arrived, monsieur. 422 Rue Washington. All right, driver. Now, you wait in the cab, Lorelei. This is the house where Art Mason and I used to share a room together. Probably isn't here anymore, but the landlady may know where I can find him. Well, look, Steve, there's a woman just going into the house. Hmm. Uh, pardon me, madame. Oh, uh, oui, monsieur. I'm uh, looking for Madame Perron. Uh, would you call her, please? That would be difficult, monsieur. Madame Perron is dead. Yes. Oui. She was among the refugees who were killed on the highways as they tried to escape from Paris. Oh, I'm terribly sorry to hear that. But what about her little son, Pierre? What happened to him? I do not know. Pierre is gone, too. Oh, poor little devil. Well, are any of Madame Perron's old lodgers still living in this house? No. German officers live here now. Well, France will rise again, Madame. friend of France. I'm looking for an old comrade, an American, Arthur Mason. Do you know him? I know of him. He's not here now. But it's the Hotel de Capture, Boulevard de Strasbourg. I've the night clerk at the desk. That is all I can tell you. Merci, madame. Hotel de Capture. <laughs> Hotel of the Four Sisters. A battle service, monsieur. Oh, are you the night clerk? Uh, oui, monsieur. What can I do for you? Well, I'm trying to locate an old friend. I understand he stopped here at one time. Perhaps he left a forwarding address. His name, please? Mason. Mason? His uh, first name? Arthur. Arthur Mason. Uh, many people come here looking for Monsieur Mason. Uh, some of them speak French with a German accent. Well, I'm American. You can see that. Look, uh, here's my passport. We, oui. this lady and I are in trouble, and we've got to find Mason tonight. We don't mean to do him any harm. Quite the contrary, we need his help. Uh, I think I understand. Attention! Uh -huh. Don't look. 
continue talking to me. A Gestapo car has just stopped outside this hotel. The men inside it are watching you through the window. Oh, I knew they'd find us. Don't lose your nerve, Lauren. Don't lose yours. What are we going to do? Attendez, monsieur. I placed the hotel register before you saw. You sign your name as if you are going to become a guest here. Uh, you understand? Yes, I get you. We've got to make them think they have us in a trap. Uh, what happens next? Now, I pretend to show you to the corridor which leads to your rooms. Uh, uh, follow me, please. We're right with you. If we only had some luggage, it might look real. But instead, I show you to this door which opens to the back alley. I will get word to Mason. Good. Uh, you tell him Steve Wilson is here. Tell him to meet us at Mimi's. At Mimi's, so we uh, Bonsoir, monsieur, madame. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. God bless you. Come on, Lord. Oh, I was a narrow shave. Uh, we're not out of it yet. Yeah, watch your step. It's as black as the ace of spades in this alley. What's the matter? There's something lying here on the ground. I think it's the body of a man. I nearly fell over him. Wait a minute until I strike a match. Well, wait a minute. It's Scott. Who are you? Driver of your cab, monsieur. Men lying on the ground. An agent of the Gestapo. He was waiting here for you. He will wait no more. What did you do to him? Does it matter? One Nazi less to plead for him. My cab is waiting at the end of the alley. Hurry. Well, why should you risk your life to help us? The Gestapo wants you. That is enough for me. Are you English spies? No, no, no. We're, we're Americans. We're hunting for another American. Good friend, Art Mason. We've got to find him tonight. Yes, my cat. Get in quick. You should have told me you wanted Monsieur Mason. Well, how could we know you were to be trusted? The little people of France are still to be trusted, Monsieur. They are still fighting for liberty. I believe that, driver. Take us to the park, the Bois de Boulogne. But you told the truck you'd meet Mason at Mimi's. I know. That's where she is, in the Bois de Boulogne. Liberté. We are working for free France. And you can take us to him tonight? Oui, mademoiselle, at once. 
You come with me. Just put my ready to find out. Quick, Vanda, grab that boy. Yes, it's the same. 
You'll have to come inside until I report this to my captain. Oh, come inside. Nothing. We're late already. Uh, uh, it's my fault, Herr uh, Major. The, the car order for this trip broke down last night, and I found this one abandoned on the street near the Bois de Boulogne. Knowing you had to leave at once, I commandeered it in your name. Oh, you stupid fool. You should have reported this to me. Uh, my apologies to the Gestapo, Sergeant. Tell them I send their car back from Vichy, eh? But I can't let you go on, Major. My orders are very strict. My orders supersede any that you may have received. I'm on the business of our failure. I'm not to be delayed, understand? But, Herr Major, at last... Let him call my captain. Get out of our way or we run you down. Dry on, you idiot. Dry on. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. Oh, I never thought we'd make it that job. Hey, it's a lucky thing for us. There were no commissioned officers out of bed yet. Oh, I'm just about ready to call out. Well, we're in the unoccupied zone now. Keep going, Wilson. Don't worry, I will. Goodbye, Paris. I'll see you again someday. Someday when you're free. Now for the preview of next week's thrilling show. An adventure laid against the romantic background of Tangier in Spanish Morocco. A story of Steve matching wits with a dangerous spy. From the Wilhelmstrasse in Berlin, the news leaks out that Jason, the Nazi's master killer, is on the loose again. It's night in Tangier, a narrow alley between two high walls. Steve and Lorelei, hidden in the shadows of a doorway. You've got him, Lorelei. Do you think he's still here in the alley? He's got to be. There's no exit at the other end. He's hunting us just as we're hunting him. Now, no matter what happens, I want you to stay right here where you'll be safe. I can hear someone scraping along the side of the wall. You're right, he's coming this way. Get back. There he goes. Stay where you are, Lorelei. Please, come back. It may be a trap. from the middle of the story, not the end. Same time, same station, next Thursday night. The music for tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Leith Stevens. This broadcast was produced under the direction of Crane Wilbur. All the names used in Big Town are fictitious and any similarity to actual persons and places There's nothing so dismal as a foghorn. Unless it's somebody with... Stop B.O. Take a daily bath with a new 1942 Life Boy. New added ingredient, new vanishing scent, same protective lather. From head to toe, it stops B.O. Life Boy. Extra, extra, get your illustrated press. Read wise and no rich or info. Give brighter, brighter watches.
welcome back. I wish we had more episodes of this series. Uh, this is the only wartime episode we have of Big Town, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, just a great acting, great story, and pretty good production value, even if there are a few audio issues uh, just because of the age of the recording. But I hope you enjoyed it. That will do it for today. If you uh, have a comment, email me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. I welcome your story or that of loved ones who served during World War II. Ken Curlin provides our opening theme music, kencurlin.com. I am your host, Adam Graham. This uh, series is provided as a service of the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, greatdetectives.net.